Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. Greetings, auto enthusiasts and innocent bystanders that may have misclicked on our YouTube channel. It is I, Jim Hall, industry forecaster and founder of 2953 Analytics, a well-known source of abundant, life-giving analysis. Welcome to AutoLine Daily for the 8th of June, 2011. A very auspicious day indeed. Tis the anniversary of my birth, a mere 39 years ago. Well, okay, 39 years ago and a number of days. A rather large number of days, but I digress. Here's all the news that's fit to print, I mean broadcast over the cyber web. Let's get started, shall we? Chrysler is making some important management changes, and the big news out of all of this involves Ralph Gilles. He's just been appointed president and CEO of the company's street racing technology brand, Auburn Hill's in-house purveyor of ridiculously fast and entertaining cars, better known to you and me as the SRT Group. He'll continue to be in charge of all interior and exterior design activities for Dodge, Ram, Chrysler, and Jeep. He used to be president and CEO of the Dodge brand. But what does this all mean, Basil? Well, I think this move is really going to allow Gilles to focus on making sure the company's designs are bulletproof. Heading a design operation is really two jobs. It's creating and selling. Selling your designs internally to management. Among the other changes at Chrysler, Fred Diaz has been appointed president and CEO of Chrysler de Mexico. This position also includes responsibility for Latin America. He will continue as president and CEO of Ram Truck. Got an extra car sitting in the driveway and don't know what to do with it? Well, according to a story published by the Wall Street Journal, now's the time to sell that low mileage model. Used car values are going through the roof. One example cited in the article is a three-year-old Toyota Prius, which is worth, on average, about $18,000. Six grand more than a three-year-old Prius was worth last year. Why the rise in values? Well, a couple of reasons. First of all, production disruptions in Japan are causing shortages of popular new models. And second, the industry problems and subsequent sales collapse in 2008 and 2009 means there are fewer late model used cars available today. And let's not forget, new cars are so expensive, there are a lot of buyers that just can't afford driving them, so more and more people are going the pre-owned route. In related news, Wards reports that used car sales in Spain are exploding. They're projected to grow 7 to 8% this year to about 1.7 million units. That could push the used car to new car ratio to 2.1 to 1. So far, new car deliveries are down nearly 26% compared to the same period last year. Ford announced yesterday their goal of increasing sales by 50% by the year 2015 to about 8 million units worldwide. The focus of this growth, see, focus, <laughs> kill me, uh, I'm sorry, will be in African and Asian markets, with nearly a third of all sales coming from Asia Pacific by 2020 in the Ford forecast. In addition to selling more cars, Ford also stated its goal of growing operating profit margins from the current 6.1% to 8 or 9% by 2015. All this new business and increased profitability will of course allow Ford to pay down more of its debt, which the company expects to reduce from the current $16.6 .6 billion to $10 billion over this period. At a time when most manufacturers are devoting their energies to small cars, it may seem odd for Mercedes-Benz to trot out a traditional SUV like the new ML class. While common knowledge says that all SUVs are fuel-hungry, the engineers at Stuttgart must have been taught otherwise, because the new ML is available with gas and diesel V6s capable of 22 and 25 miles per gallon on the highway, respectively. 
The European version will also have a four-cylinder option capable of even better economy. Though the new SUV keeps the same wheelbase as its predecessor, length and width grow for the 2012 model, providing more space for both people and cargo. Further deviating from traditional SUV ideals, styling in the ML class reflects the sleek line seen on Mercedes' new sedans. And like those cars, there will of course be the obligatory fire-breathing AMG version, although information on this one has yet to be released. Last week we reported that Volkswagen is looking to take over the German commercial vehicle maker Mann, but those plans have hit a snag. According to the AFP, the board of directors at Mann has rejected the takeover bid, saying the price is too low. It's advised its shareholders not to accept VW's proposal. VW is offering investors 95 euros per share, which is about $137 for their stock in Mann. It currently owns a 30% stake in Mann. If the takeover goes through, Volkswagen plans to combine it with Scania and its other commercial and large vehicle operations. Last week we reported that passenger car sales in China for the month of May were down, and now the AP reports the Chinese government is planning its own Cash for Clunkers program to boost sales. China will offer up to $2,800 in trade for old vehicles for new ones. The program covers passenger vehicles 6 to 15 years old, as well as old city buses and heavy-duty trucks. Okay, stick around after the break. We'll get to John's next pick in the race to replace Alan Mulally. I got this one, old man. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. As you all know, Bill Ford said that who's ever going to replace CEO Alan Mulally is going to come from within the company. So every day this week, I'm presenting the candidates who I think are most likely in the running. I'll announce who I think is going to become the next CEO on Friday's show. And today, we're going to get to Steve O'Dell. Born in London 56 years ago, he started working for the company at Ford of Britain in 1980. He worked his way up the sales and marketing organization, being appointed VP of Sales and Marketing of Jaguar North America in 1997. In the year 2000, he switched over to Mazda North America, again in sales and marketing, and was there when Mazda created its Zoom Zoom campaign. Odell became COO of Mazda North America and then rocketed up the organization, becoming president of Mazda Europe in 2002 and became the head of all sales and marketing for Mazda in Japan in 2003. In 2005, he became the head of sales and marketing for Ford of Europe. In 2008, he became the CEO of Volvo. And last year, he was named as a group vice president of the company, as well as chairman and CEO of Ford of Europe. Odell clearly has a chance at becoming CEO of Ford, though as a group vice president, he is not as highly ranked as the executive vice presidents, such as Lewis Booth, Mark Fields, and John Fleming. Thanks for that, John. Remember, he'll present another pick tomorrow in the race to replace Alan Mulally. Plus, on Friday, John's going to announce who he thinks will take control of Ford once Big Al retires. You don't want to miss this horse race. As always, thank you for watching today's episode of AutoLine Daily. I'm Jim Hall from 2953 Analytics. See you later.